Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. How many of you know, I'll just tell you today, you can tune in to these pretty early each Wednesday evening so we can get them online sooner. I'm not doing this Wednesday night. I might be home sitting in my recliner with my feet up tonight. But no, we do them on Wednesday afternoon, but they usually come out on Wednesday evening. But sometimes it's it's better if we just get them out and you can watch them when you need to want to. And last week I started talking about victorious living. How many of you know where to live in victory? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God gives us the victory. Regardless of what's going on, we have been made victorious. In fact, 2 Corinthians 2.14 says this, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph. In other words, he's already won the battle for us. He's already won the war at 2,000 years ago. And then 1 Corinthians 5.57 says, Thanks be to God who always, always gives us victory through uh, Jesus Christ our Lord. Victory is important. You want to live in victorious living. You want to be had the, the victory. You know, uh, we don't want to just struggle through life. We shouldn't struggle through life. We should be in a place where we trust God regardless of what's coming our way. You know, he doesn't want us to be worrisome or anxious. In fact, tonight, part of this message, I'm, the, the, the title is Victorious Living, but the subtitle is Don't Worry. You know, big deal. Don't worry. when You, you know, it's so easy to fall into worry with all this stuff that's going on today in this world. And when we begin to focus on the wrong things, guess what? anxiety and worry and fear and all the carrying on comes in and we're not in victory amen and he wants us to walk in victory in fact in one of my favorite passages of scripture and one of my favorite books in the uh, in the new testament is philippians but philippians 4 paul tells us this be anxious or don't worry about what anything for nothing be anxious for nothing don't don't allow your world to get where you're caught up in what the world is doing you know, it's so easy to do that. Many voices in the world today, many distractions. And how, many, how easy it is for us Christians to get distracted. But the Bible says he will keep the imperfect mind whose mind, or imperfect peace whose mind is stayed upon thee or on him. This is where we're to keep our mind. I, we, we had a, 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 a prayer meeting at noon every Wednesday and we go over to Danville. And we're all, I'm always blessed to be there because we get so focused on the things of God, praying out the will of God. You know, this is a day and hour. Whatever's in your heart is going to begin to come out of your mouth. It's going to be what you center up on. And to me, the best thing you can do is, is get back and fall in love with Jesus. Stay, let Jesus be on the, on the forefront of everything you do, in the forefront of everything you do, and on, the, on your lips. <laughs> On my lips, Jesus. And the more you do that, and the more you fill yourself with the word of God and the things of God, it's so much easier to walk in victory. And so he also says uh, that that over in 1 Peter 5, 7, it says, casting all your care over onto him. Casting your care. That's what we're to do. It's not, not to carry the weight in the, of the world, but we're to cast it over. And that, I've listened to so many messages. You, you know this when I talk to you about Keith Moore. I mean, Keith Moore does a whole series on don't, no, no worries. And, and 
I love the way he teaches because a lot of the scriptures he uses, I just love them anyway. But he says, casting all your care over onto him for he careth for you. He said that word cast is the same word they, they use when they say casting uh, your, your, your troubles over onto the donkey. <laughs> the donkey. And he calls it the load carrier, the burden bearer. Amen. We, that's why God, he doesn't want us anxious. You know, when you fret and worry about things that we really, sometimes we have no control over. Isn't that true? I mean, we talk about the political scene of the day and we get in arguments over who's right and who's wrong, what we need to do and what we don't need to do. And you know what? You may lay awake at night thinking about all the things that might happen or or are happening, but yet you can't do anything about it other than pray or obviously you can vote if you know, those things, but you can't change a lot of things that are going on in Washington, D.C. just by fretting over them or what's going on in the world today, but you can get yourself in peace, listen to the Holy Spirit, and begin to pray because God answers our prayers. Amen? Now, we know over in Matthew, you know these scriptures, but in Matthew, uh, the chapter 6, in verse 20, uh, 25, listen to this. I say to you, do not worry. This, now, these are the words of the master, Jesus, right? Do not worry about your life, uh, about what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body or what you will put on. Is it not a, a life more than food and the body more than clothing? Now, he's not telling us we can't plan for next week's uh, meals or, or, or can't go down and buy a suit of clothes or a, a pair of shoes or something. But he said, don't fret over that. Don't worry about that. He says, don't be caught up in the things of the world today. You know, it's so easy to begin to get caught up. Uh, worry and anxiety. You know, worry is associated with fear. <laughs> a little worry. Well, you know, if you ever had anybody say, well, don't you worry about anything? Maybe, maybe you do, but they're acting like you don't. And there's somehow there's something wrong with you if you don't worry. But God said this. This is what God said. His son said, Jesus said this, don't worry about anything. Don't be anxious. Don't be worrisome. It's why it's birth in fear and fear. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And when you get caught up in fear, it's so easy to back away from the things of God, to be to be anxious about things. Have you ever, ever laid in bed about being anxious about something about uh, what's going to happen down the road or something? And a lot of times those things don't even come to pass. You know. Uh, <laughs> Fear is false evidence, you've heard this before, that appears real. Well, I don't know what I'm gonna do. The economy's not going good and, and the gas prices have gone up. But you know what? Listen, my God, your God, shall supply all of our, all of our needs, all of our what, what we need in this life by his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So he says, don't worry about those things. Don't worry about what you're gonna eat or what you're gonna drink or what you're gonna wear. Uh, you know, or your clothing. It goes on to say, look at the birds of the air. For they, they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet they, your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Yes, amen. <laughs> Listen, worry never paid a bill. Worry never changed the circumstance. Worry, well, fact is, worry didn't do anything. Listen, and, and if, we, if we're not 
if we're not careful, we can be caught up in the worries and anxieties of the world. And a lot of that comes by what you're hearing and what you're looking at, what you're viewing. You know, uh, we were talking after the prayer meeting, coming back home, Jim, and, Jim Knight and I, and talking about, you'll be like who you run with. You ever think about, well, who do I run with? Well, who are you listening to? Who are you listening to on TV? Who are you listening to on, on the internet or on, uh, are you on Facebook and listening to somebody that's trying to say this, that, and the other, and it's not even, a lot of times it ain't even true. And you're, you're getting all your information from the wrong source when we have the Bible that helps us line out what God's word says about these things in this day and this hour. But you'll become like you, you run with. You ever been around somebody who just talks negative all the time? Guess what? It won't be long. You're talking negative just like them. You say, well, me? Yeah, you. Because it will draw you down rather than lift you up. And so I remember, well, it's happened to me a few times. Been hanging out with people that used to work when I worked outside from the church. And, and there'd be people I'd be, have to be around quite a bit. And they'd be talking uh, language, not, not filthy language, but they'd be... A, uh, damning this and they know this and all that and the, and your pressure gets on and the next thing you know you find yourself did I say that <laughs> right did I say that well you, you become like who you run with who you're listening to and listen don't get on the TV or the internet and listen to somebody that says well God just doesn't do these things anymore he doesn't heal the sick and he doesn't and the gifts of the spirit have passed away and all that stuff well yeah, but he has a good word on this other thing. A little leaven is going to leaven. It's going to run the whole loaf or the whole basket of apples. My, I was thinking this the other day. My grandpa on my dad's side was kind of a rounder, and he used to back in the, the day he used to peddle apples and 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 different kinds of fruit. Well, <laughs> he couldn't go back to the same person twice because he put all the nice big apples on top and the ones underneath were were, were going bad already. And so that would ruin the whole bunch. Amen. A little leaven, you know, a little untruth. And that's what Satan operates in is untruth. How many of you know he operates in untruth and he operates in fear and God operates in What's he operate in? He operates in faith. He, he operates uh, in, a, in a positive way that he wants good things to happen in our life. But if you're hanging with the wrong people and you're listening to the wrong stuff, guess what? You'll be going down that road of worry and anxiety. Now, you can't cast your cares over onto him. We can't, I say we can cast our cares, but it's we have to do it. Pastor Scott can't do it for you. I can't do it for you. You have to do it. It says casting your care. Amen. Another place says, uh, uh, talks about uh, humble yourself. It says humble yourself. You ever had somebody say, well, I want God to humble me. God isn't going to humble you. The word of God says humble yourself before the mighty hand of God. And he will, in due time, he will exalt you. In other words, he'll lift you up. You humble yourself. And, you know, let me get off on this just for a minute. Humble, humility, it says over in 1 Peter 5, humility is not saying, well, I'm just an old worm. I'm just, you know, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace, you know. No, humility is agreeing with what God says in his word about you. Well, if he says, and he does say this, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So what I should say about myself, 
Humility says, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now, I didn't say, I made myself righteous. I'm righteous because of what Jesus has done. Uh, well, I, you know, I just, I'm just not real good about, uh, about whatever, you know, getting up in front of people or, or, or I'm not real good about this or I'm not real good about that. But you know what? Scripture says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In other words, whatever the task is, whatever you have to do, he will strengthen you and give you. That's humility, my friends. That's humility. It's saying what God says. He says, put off the old man. The old man says, yeah, I can't do anything, but now I'm in Christ. And put on that new man. So put on the new person. Now, this is who I am now. Not to build yourself up, but giving God the glory. I, in Christ, we live and move and have our being. In Christ, we can, uh, we can affect the, the, the culture around us and the world around us. But we have to know who we are in Christ. That's why I probably said it a number of times on here. I promote the little Brother Hagin's book, In Him. In Him. Need, everybody needs to get out and read it once again. Once, even though oh, I've read that book, number, how am I, get it out and read it again so you can begin to say, this is who I am in Christ. Amen? Amen. Let me get back to where I was going. And it goes on to say, you're more valuable than the birds. Which of you, by worrying, could add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the, grass of the field which is today and tomorrow, is thrown into the, the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, he said, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? Now, there again, I didn't say we can't say, hey, what's for dinner, right? It's when you begin to be anxious over it, over those things. And it goes on to say, but seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness for all these things shall be added to you. When you're seeking him, he's going to get you what you need. Goes on to say, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow uh, will worry about its own set, uh, things. Sufficient for the, is in the day of trouble. Now, I want to read some different, uh, 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 different uh, translations in this. Here's what it says in this last verse about worrying about tomorrow. Can you change anything about tomorrow? I like what Keith Moore says. Uh, you're worried about tomorrow, but when tomorrow comes, it is today. <laughs> so you really can't, it's not, so do not worry, this is the Amplified, about, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has trouble of its own. Here's another one. Uh, let me find this one real quick. Uh, I had it here earlier. The good news says this. Where you at? There it is. Oh, that's the Geneva news. That isn't one of one. Let me go to this. Uh, oh, here. Here we go. This is the uh, NCV. Which is so don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will have its own worries. Each day has enough trouble of its own. In other words, enjoy the day you're in. Don't try to. What am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to. No. What, Enjoy the day you're in. And another one I like is, is the Message Bible. Uh, I like this one. It says, 
give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. What's he doing now? Well, I don't know. You know, if he doesn't do something. No, what's he doing now? And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come uh, when the time comes. In other words, trust him when the time comes, you need him, he's going to help you. Because he said he'd never leave you or forsake you. He said, uh, uh, I'll always be with you. Never, never, never leave you. Amen. So we have to understand, uh, we have to walk in faith. Worry, what are you going to do? You know, the devil will, will start bombarding your mind about things. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And, you know, and, and to the point about you'll end up saying, what am I going to do? Rather than saying, I'm going to trust God through this situation, regardless of what it is. But that's how he works on us. He wants us to get to agree with him. And God's saying, agree with me. Agree with me. That's faith. When you agree with God, you're walk, acting in faith, and he has opportunity to work in your life. If you don't, guess what? Uh, he can't. He can't. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, but he rewards faith, does he not? Amen. He works in us. So we have to know, deal with the day, be victorious today, and, and uh, we only have grace to deal with the day. Amen? With the now. And so we should do that. Now, I want to go back to, uh, I forgot I had this on the back page. Can't live in tomorrow, just live in today. Can't change tomorrow by worrying about it. I'm writing, reading my notes. But you can mess up today. You're so caught up with what's going to happen tomorrow that you ain't living your life right today. Isn't that right? Worrying about tomorrow, enjoy today. Quit worrying about tomorrow. Jesus commands us not to worry. Now, in Matthew 6, 11, that's what he said uh, uh, early on. He said right here in, in the Beatitudes, give us this day our daily bread. In other words, daily, daily trust him. Daily. If you want to live victorious, you have to trust him on a daily basis. Amen. Luke 11, 3 says it this way. Give us day by day our daily bread. So don't worry about tomorrow. Live right now. In the now. Amen. So we walk by faith daily. Now let's go back. I'm going to go back to uh, Philippians chapter 4. Because this is. What do we want to walk in? We want to walk in the peace of God. and <laughs> The peace of God. And he says, you know this passage pretty well. I've probably mentioned it many times before. But Paul said, here's a key to walk in victory, first of all. In verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. How do we rejoice? We magnify the Lord. We make him louder and larger than our problems. Amen. But it says, uh, be anxious, this is verse 6, for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be, be known to God. With thanksgiving. You know, if you begin to thank God and praise God, you'll begin to block out the craziness of the world. Lord, I thank you and praise you. We were talking about this the other day. Uh, I had some situations of one of my cousins died, first cousin. Uh, he'd been over in Thailand when he passed away. He'd been over there like 25 years, or 20-some years. And he was married, and, and he, he, he was 11 years younger than me. And, 
and uh, he passed away, and I thought his his folks didn't get saved early in life. They got mid midlife, and then he wasn't going to church. He wasn't known to go to church or anything. But uh, I have to think how thankful I am that my parents took me to church. How thankful I heard about Jesus, even though I didn't receive him until later, until 29 years old. But I'm so thankful, and I think about the people that don't have that. Lord, I, you know what? That will let your heart be thankful. Amen? If you're not anything else tonight, be thankful that you know God, that you have accepted Jesus Christ. And if you haven't tonight, call for him. Call out to him. He'll help you. Amen? Amen. But it goes on to say, and when you do that, the peace of God, which passes understanding, all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. This is victorious living. It's not that you have everything in this life. It's not that you have uh, uh, every, every latest uh, thing in life or all the money you ever wanted, or, or no, you have God himself, and, and great salvation, and you'll eternally be there with him. And he says, be thankful, be thankful to God after you've been praying, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. It says, and the peace of God, which passes, surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Now, here's a way to walk in victory. Here's how you keep that victory. Here's how you keep the peace. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate or think on these things. Amen? We're talking about victorious living and how not to worry. If you're thinking on the right things, all those things he just mentioned there, Paul just mentioned there, if you're thinking on those things, you'll be in peace and you'll be having victory in your life. Amen? Amen. Then he goes on to say, he goes on to say, the things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. The God that gives us victory, just what I mentioned earlier. Now, thanks be to God. Amen who always, and if you're there tonight, say always, leads me in triumph. Amen? Whatever's going on in my life, he's already paid a price for it. He's already leading me through those things. And over there in 1 Corinthians 15, 57, thanks be to God who always gives us the victory. Always gives us the victory. He didn't say once in a while, but you've got to do something. You've got to keep your mind stayed upon him. You've got to keep your heart right. You've got to keep your mouth right. <laughs> Amen? Because what comes out of your mouth is going to dictate which way you're going to go. You're either going to go the, uh, the road of victory or you're going to go the road of defeat and, and be overcome by the enemy. So we don't want that. We want to live victorious lives. And we do that when we don't worry and are anxious or, or, or fretful about things in this life. Amen? Amen. So it's important. You know, I, I'm so uh, a mind that this day and this hour, just to think more about Jesus. There is so much going on in the world today. There used to be a song, uh, Jesus is what the world needs today or something like that. 
And, and then I remember Steve Green's a song about G, uh, people need the Lord. Yes, he does. And where they don't get it, he, we're going to be some of those that help them, help them find themselves in the Lord. Amen? Amen. But don't be worried. Be walking in victory. Keep, don't keep the, the glass half full keep, or half empty. Keep it half full or even flowing and running over. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Let that living water flow out of you and you'll begin to walk in victory in every circumstance you, you come against. In Jesus' name. Amen. You agree with that? Amen. Well, let's pray. Father, we thank you for the privilege we have of, of knowing you. The privilege we have of knowing that name. That name that's above every name. And at the name of Jesus. <laughs> oh, we'll all bow our knee at some time. But we choose to do it now. To make, make, him, make you our Savior and our Lord. I think there's no other name under heaven by where men might be saved is that name precious name of Jesus the Christ the son of the living God may we may we cast aside all the old ways and begin to walk in newness of life in the name of Jesus that we might walk in victory in every situation that arises in our hearts and we just thank you so much for it in Jesus mighty name amen amen well praise the Lord it's been good to be with you tonight and we'll see you next time Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.